let us let us pray father 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 i come before you this time as a very unworthy very unworthy person to take your word in my mouth but in your son jesus jesus christ you have made me worthy lord father i submit everything that you are going to speak it's not it is nothing that i made that i did it from my own intelligence father as i am born on a fool's fool's day i am a fool in front of the world but father you have come to call that fool that fool who was tied on a tree and you said i need him father that is the reason i i am standing before you not at all worthy lord please take all the glory lord lord i submit i submit myself and the hearers father bless me and bless the hearers in jesus name we pray amen please please be seated the message uh, it's named as freedom in christ is the birthright of spiritual israel this has got two parts i am just uh, uh, starting with the first part uh, as a preamble of the story of abraham first of all uh, i would wish to give a small introduction about about uh, about why paul took this particular story to illust- illustrate uh, his uh, uh, through him what jesus spoke that was uh, that was about the uh, doctrines of the church so here we see that abraham received all promises in faith that is the reason that it was taken he received all the promises at that time there was no law nothing but he received all the promises in faith then after 430 years the law came so uh, abraham's story was very spectacular because he tried to he tried to uh, his own efforts to support god in at, at attaining the will of god and he failed miserably uh, so that that is one of the reason and how god brought him to that level as he is the father of faith so this is a this is what we will be looking looking at uh, we freedom of sin is through the promises of god which is through the promised son that is jesus christ uh now when we look at what are the promises of abraham uh, when did he receive the first promise when did the last blessing materialize we read from from the uh, chapter 12 13th and 22nd we 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 have all this all this blessings that of promises of abraham uh when did the first promise actually he received in his life was also is also a very important thing to know so we uh, we summarize it uh, some some summarize all the promises con- con- concerning that you shall 
in inherit the land that is one of the promise the second second is you shall have a seed of your own bowel that is the second second promise and the third one you shall be a blessing and the fourth one in thy seed all families in the earth shall be blessed so we have this four uh, four uh, uh, blessing uh, promises that god has god has given uh, we need to look at uh, did all promises blessing come true did all this four promises did did it come true if you look at yes it came true all the promises whatever promise that god has given that will never fail so it has come true how many of them materialized when he was alive when we look at it con con concerning the land yes con concerning his uh, the seed that is isaac yes but that was after 24 years 24 years the first one in inheriting the land was after 15 years so when you look at each and each and each and everything it doesn't con con conclude within a day a week or a month or one year god's plan for you is spreading but end you shall be a blessing so uh, the last two promises that god gave to him was that you shall be a blessing and uh, in thy seed all the families in the earth shall be blessed that is one of the very important thing when you look at these two promises of god even now even now the promise is fulfilling because when we accept uh, when we accept uh, god as a person who is not worthy at all but when we accept him we become the blessing because the promise was given to him so even now those who are come to christ that is through the faith that is the promise that god has given to abraham those who have uh, those who have received christ say hallelujah. hallelujah this voice says that still more more are there because sound it's it did not come from all the mouths so there are more so uh, uh, the question is did all the promises blessing come true yeah yeah this is actually yeah we 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 actually uh, looked into now how do you know that even at the time of at the time of abraham abraham in john 8:56 your father uh, your father abraham rejoiced jesus said to the pharisees your father abraham rejoiced to see my day and he saw it and was glad Uh, in that verse we understand that jesus said that abraham wished to see that means he could not see that the promised son that is the blessing through him was jesus jesus christ and jesus christ time jesus is telling that your father abraham rejoiced to see my days rejoice and he was glad so we see we see that jesus himself is saying and then in the 58th verse he says that jesus says that i was there before before abraham i am before abraham so uh, even so after that 
uh, in the 15th chapter, in this process, it starts from 12 to 22 are the promises. But in the 15th chapter, he engages into a conversation with God in a vision. He, he presents his case. This is beautiful. A communication with God which ended up as a tragedy for uh, Abraham. But God, in his, in his uh, excellent wisdom, he made it a blessing. In chapter 15, 1, sometime later, the God spoke to Abraham, do, do not be afraid, I, I will, uh, Ab Abraham, I'll, I will protect, protect you and your reward will be great. Then the second verse, Abraham replied, O sovereign Lord, what good are all your blessings when I don't have even a son? It's a very clear question to God. And uh, since you have not given me only this Eliezer, the servant of my house, household, who, who is going to be in, 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 in inherit all the health or all the wealth? In the third, uh, uh, third verse, uh, uh, in the third verse also he repeats, and in the fourth verse, uh, the Lord says, No, your servant shall not be your heir, for you will have a son of your own who will be your heir. Here God corrects him, No, definitely you will have. Now when God promises, it happens. Then the Lord took, uh, then, then again, uh, Lord uh, made him uh, to have more faith and then he believed the Lord and then we read that the Lord counted, the Lord counted him as righteousness because uh, of his faith. Now, uh, now here we see that Lord says that you will not have a child in uh, rather you will you you will not uh, your servant shall not be a hair a hair uh, for your for your wealth but he very clearly says that it will be your son what is the difference between the son and the and the servant a servant servant servanthood the, the servant is nothing but you know my uh, my child comes to my house. It just bangs the road uh, door and comes in. But when a helper comes to my uh, room, uh, my house, he will press the bell and he will stand outside and he will wait for me. The difference is that the son owns. Son owns because the son has paid the price. Say hallelujah. How beautiful it is that you are, if, to say that you are owned by God. That is a big blessing. Now, the servant, when you look at, look at, look at that, uh, Hebrews 3, 5, uh, 5 and 6 says, Moses was certainly faithful in God's house as a servant. But in the sixth verse, but Christ as a son is in charge of God's entire house and we are God's house. So we see the difference, the, uh, the servant and the son. 
I'll give you a very short summary of Abraham's settle, settlement in Canaan at the age of 75 so that you will understand what I'm going to say again further. So at the age of 75, Abraham and Lot settled in Canaan. Immediately after there was a famine and they went to Egypt for a better living and stayed and uh, stayed there for a while. After the famine, uh, Abraham left Egypt. The separation was of, of, uh, with Lot happened at that point of time and he settled in Bethel. And he lived there. All these things took about five years uh, to resettle in Heb Hebron. Hebron is the place where he settled, finally. So uh, then chapter 15 starts while in Hebron. And uh, whereas in chapter 16 starts where you read that he had settled there for 10 years. And it starts with a different story that he, so all, to, all together, after receiving the promise, he spent about 15 years. And at that 15, uh, at the end of that 15 years, uh, there was, uh, we read uh, Genesis chapter 16, 1. Now Sarai, uh, Abraham's wife, were not, was not able to bear children for him. And she had an Egyptian maid. And so Sarai, said unto Abraham, and they had a plan. And we read that Abraham obeyed Sarah. Obeyed Sarah. In, in, uh, in, in the Bible, you don't see this kind of a uh, verse. He obeyed Sarah. So we see that he obeyed Sarah. So in 16.3, so Sarai, Abraham's wife, took Hagar, the Egyptian servant, and gave her uh, to uh, gave her to Abraham as a wife. Now here, Abraham broke the promise by accepting the proposal of Sarah. Do you know why? Do you know why he broke the promise? The promise of God was that your servant will not be hair, will not be a hair. And he said he was happy when he came to know that Yes, uh, he will have a son. But after 15 years, he thought it is not good that we leave God himself like that. So he and Sarah had a plan, second plan. And that second plan worked. Now, at that point of time, there was a promise of God that you will not have a child. Whereas now he is having a child of a servant. That is a slave. That is a slave, slavery again. Because God's promises that you will have from your own bowels. I mean, in Sarah. Now he broke because he himself said, I don't want the servant to be my heir. And now he has brought himself a servant. Now we, we read that in uh, Genesis 16, 2, we see that uh, we, we see about Ish, Ishmael. Uh, he'll be a wild man, untamed, like, like a wild donkey, and he'll be against everyone. This is the prophecy about Ish, Ish, Ishmael. And uh, then, uh, then we read about, uh, about Sarah, about Isaac, is 
in Genesis, seven, uh, in, in, uh, Genesis 17, 17, where actually God came and visited Abraham and said that you are at the age of 99, that is after 24 years, 24 long years, when he did not have the power, he, he lost his uh, strength and his wife at the age of 91, she was not able to uh, conceive. At that point of time, God is coming back and he is telling that you are going to have a child. And he did not believe in the first instance. And then when he understood that it is God who is telling, he immediately he said, no Lord, this child is enough for me. This child, you just bless him. You know, if God is blessing that child, there are two problems. One, one, is, that, one is that his promise, he's already given a promise. Second is, second is that, uh, that he is going to accept Hagar as his wife. That cannot be done. That cannot be done. So, uh, God said in 19th verse, No, Sarah, your wife will give birth to a son for you, and you will name him Isaac, and I will confirm my covenant with him and his descendants as an everlasting covenant. Abraham tried not to happen, but in God's everlasting wisdom, uh, he blessed uh, Abraham with, his, with Isaac. And uh, that is why Isaac is the son of Faith, son of faith, not son of works. The son of work, uh, works is Ishmael, because it was their plan. Now the story starts here, Galatians uh, chapter 4, 20, 22. It is written that Abraham had two sons. One was by the born maid, and the other by a free man. Now we know that the son of Sarah is the promised uh, son uh, of Sarah is the promised son, and son of bond servant is Ishmael. Uh, Galatians uh, chapter 4, 23 says the next verse, but he who was of the bond woman was born after flesh. We know that, we have already discussed. But he that, uh, he of the free woman was by promise. We know that man's plan was um, man's plan was behind the making of Ishmael, and it was only God's miracle that worked in bringing up the son of promise. And we still, when we uh, read, we we come to know that the promised son is Christ. And twenty-fourth verse says that for these are two covenants. One from the Mount Sinai, which gender to bondage, which is Hagar. Now, what happened in the Mount, Mount uh, Sinai? What happened? We see that in Mount Sinai, the law was given. The law was given in Mount Sinai. Uh, in, in, the, in the 25th verse, for this Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia and answer to Jerusalem, which is now and is in bondage of her children. Now, at that point of time, you have to understand that in, in, in Arabia, uh, uh, Mount Sinai was in Arabia, 
and the jerusalem then paul is saying that mount sinai which is hagar he compares with hagar who is producing flesh fleshly children now he says that is same as the present israel uh, Jeru jerusalem the present jerusalem so the present jerusalem he compared with present jerusalem means at that time the uh, the earthly jerusalem he compared with whom compared with compared compared with hagar hagar so uh, these are the uh, two uh, he, he said abraham had two sons one is ishmael now he uh, uh, here uh, uh, paul compared with hagar then 26 verse says but jerusalem which is about is free which is the mother of all uh, then he brings jerusalem there uh, it says that it is free above is above not the one which you see here it is above above is free which is the mother of all of us mean to say that we are all born in faith in faith not because of the jerusalem here from above that is that is that is a that is a reason if you are born in faith that is the reason you are born of sarah not hagar so when you are born of sarah you become the child of child of child of child of god whoever is born from sarah is called the child of god are you are you understanding or it is difficult uh is okay you understood yeah okay so uh so this mother is called is called from above now when we are born to that mother we are the spiritual israel we are the spiritual israel we are born of sarah not of because sarah is the mother above so we are born in faith you understood okay uh thank you thank you for yes uh and galatians uh, so here uh, here we see there are three parts here one one is the truth the history second is the divine interpretation it is all there uh so the first one historical uh, facts which i discussed now uh, it's it's already done now we are going to the divine inter interpretation by the holy spirit here we see uh, from 23rd verse to 26th verse uh we will be looking looking at that hagar is compared with mount sinai to the present Jeris, 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 jerusalem israel stands for the uh sorry ishmael uh, stands for the product of flesh what is the covenant from mount 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 sinai the law was given the covenant of mount sinai stands for law law stands for work law stands for work because unless you do you 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 cannot be blessed so uh, it stands for works it is man's effort of 
achieving God's promise. Now, trying to do God's will through flesh, think about Abraham. What did he do? And what was the, what was the result? So, it is proved that the works of man to accomplish uh, God's will is a curse. Is a, is a curse. Why? Because whatever you do by your own self to achieve, to achieve that, you can never do it in God's way. Everything, when we do it, even a very small thing, very, very small thing, that uh, uh, if you are if uh, looking at a boy or a girl, there is no problem as per law. It's completely, the, uh, there is no problem at all. You look, even you lust. There is, no, there is no problem. The problem comes when? The problem comes only when you have physical, physical issues with them. So here we see that, we see that law is giving a shade, a, an umbrella-like. You know, you are under law and you are comfortable, com comfortable there. So, uh, law doesn't contempt your lust, lustful looks. But when it comes to God's view, that is equal to uh, 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 committing adult, 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 adultery. So, we see that whatever we do, if we try to do it in our own way to please God, it is going to be a curse. It is going to be a slavery. It is slavery means, why slavery? You will always ask. Curse, okay, you understand. Because you are, uh, you are not fulfilling God, righteousness of God. Why slavery? Slavery is because you, your attitude, your, your, your character is still in you. And it is producing, it is producing Ishmael more and more. So that is the problem, uh, that is the problem that it says that the work is, the works and uh, trying to accomplish God's will is slavery. Now, uh, now, a husband, ha I'll give you a small example. Uh, a husband uh, has a, a reasonable job. Wife is not having a job. Finally, she prays, she prays and prays as a family and they get, and they get a job. She thinks that it is God's, God's will. And she is working and she finds it a big uh, problem to bridge the gap because she is not in the house. So she is having a big problem there. She, she wants that job, but at the same time, there is no one in the house. She thinks that the job is given by God. There is no one to cook. Everything uh, is a problem now. Now, finally, you get a maid. Uh, made. You know, you have to be very, very careful when you, when you have, uh, when you, when you, when, when you chose many things. Job is not important. Your fam family is important. A, a, a lady who comes into your house also is a place of, uh, rather, you have to be very, very careful because you might, we might, you might have trust or 
uh, he, he might have trust in her. But the problem is that God's will always says that God has given you the wisdom. And here, we need, we need to do it at God's will. So, I, I just gave you, an, gave you an example. Let uh, not your freedom with your husband or wife be in stake because of the decisions that we do, uh, we take. Uh, then another one example which I know, you know, one of the family I know, they kept a, a, help, a, a maid when, they were, they, when she was uh, sick. And, uh, you know, the lady was about 50. And the child was, uh, and they were having uh, one, one child, and the child was only 15. 15, lady is 50, and child is only 15. You know, the child is handsome. Now the lady comes, she has got all praises for the child. Got all praises for the child. One or two times, three times, heard that he's so handsome and other things from that lady. The first thing that she did was, she took that lady out of the house. You know, it's a very important thing that we should, we, sh we should be very vigilant about things within the house. God has given us the wisdom. So, uh, God, uh, in his immense wisdom, Matthew 6, 30, 33, says, uh, 33 says, but seek ye the First, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these things shall be added unto you. So job or whatever, we have to always think that our family is more, most important than anything, anything else. So we have to always look at our family and then decide. When we look at the worldly way, we will look at the job and do things. When you look at from the spiritual way, you will look at the family and set your things. This is the difference between Sarai and Hagar. So, uh, even attending the church, you know, we are always saying, 11.30. 11.30, who comes? He's got, uh, they, they have that thronging to be in the presence of God. You know, some, uh, when you're born again at that time, you don't leave, you don't want to leave the uh, church. You want to be there. But over and over the, uh, Further, later, what, what, what happens is the uh, worship time, maybe the first, uh, first song, then the second song, then the third song, then finally when the pastor men, men mentions about it, again second, second song, then again third song. You know, you see this pattern. This pattern is dangerous. We have to be very, very careful. Uh, now, we, we were talking about the, uh, about Hagar, who, who was from Mount Sinai. She will only produce children, which is the minimum what is supposed to do. The minimum what you are supposed to do, that is the thing. Whenever we are doing the minimum to the Lord, whether going to the church or whether you do, whatever you, you think about it, that's all this Hagar. That's all this Hagar. But Sarah is not like that. Sarah is compared with Jerusalem above. That is not the present Jerusalem. 
not the present Jerusalem. That is the Jerusalem above. Now, in Colossians uh, 3, 1, 3, 1 says, If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. So if you are seeking Christ, you have to seek those things which are above. That is, that is why Sarah, Sarah is the mother above, which is the Jerusalem above. And uh, second verse, set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. Not set your affection on things above and not on things on the earth. Uh, Romans 13.10 says, Love work no ill to the... Uh, can you just uh, put, put that, sister? 13.10. Uh, 13.10 says, Love does not harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of law. See, that is the difference of uh, Sarah. Sarah does everything in love, even if it is to God, not the minimum, the maximum. That is the difference, that what, whatever you're doing uh, for God, which will be in love, not in a duty. So when it is in duty, it is Hagar. So Sarah, uh, love uh, does not, harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of law. It's a very important thing. Love is the fulfillment of law. Until we do things in love, it will not, that will fulfill everything. Looking, looking at a girl? No. If your relationship with your wife is strong, you will never look at a girl. I have, I have seen some, some of my cousins, you know, uh, when they drive, uh, the uh, while he is driving, he automatically turns like this. Suddenly, my cousin, you know, pulls his uh, uh, <laughs> face and make it make it straight. We don't we don't need to do that. We don't need to do that. So, love. Uh, so uh, they should not hear 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 what I what I said. <laughs> uh, Romans ten four says. For Christ is the end of law for righteousness to everyone who believes. End of law. End of law means at that point of time stopped. Uh, uh, at the time when Christ was crucified, stopped. The uh, ceremonial law, the uh, moral law, everything came to Christ and it was stopped. So we see that we, that, is, that is what? For Christ is the end of law for righteousness to everyone who believes. So who, when you believe in Christ, all whether you, 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 you are a Jew or a Christian or whatever, that doesn't matter. Because that doesn't matter. Your life is new with Christ. Faith produces freedom. The good thing about uh, uh, a Christ, uh, uh, life in Christ is that you will Feel freedom. You know the first thing that I I had ex experienced in my life. You know, I was having a problem of money. Every time I had this problem of money, 
I used to go and take uh, uh, money from my gran granny's uh, drawer. You know, when, he goes, when she goes to bed, I take, the, I take the key, and because I have got a lot of debts, and there is no problem in taking my granny's, but I am stealing. <laughs> I keep the key out, she will be searching for the key for some time, and uh, in the night I go and open, and I take, she, uh, she doesn't know, I mean, she, she will think, okay, the money was not there or something like that, but I'll have the money. I used, to, I used to do that several, several, several times. Uh, so, uh, after coming to the Lord, cigarette smoking is not there. I don't need cig uh, money for cig uh, smoking. I don't need to uh, spend. If some, somebody comes, we will, we will have a bottle. I says, no, I'm not going to share. So, some people will say, this is military item. I said, no, whatever it is. Whatever it is, no. So, uh, for me, it was, uh, it was like, I keep 10 rupees in my pocket, and that is there for 3, 4 days, 5 days. So, it was a freedom with regard to me, for, with regard to money. And uh, I see that many of the people are smoking. I was a smoker for 7, 7 years, but I really saw that what a foolish guy he is. But I wanted to tell him, but he will definitely beat me. <laughs> because I wanted to tell him in a, not as a, this thing, you know, I, I didn't want to put him into shame. But I wanted to tell him, but how to tell him? <laughs> that is the problem. Now, this is the freedom that uh, God gives. Sarah is the heavenly Jerusalem producing Isaac, children of faith. Those who are children of faith, say hallelujah. hallelujah. Loudly, please. Amen. Thank you. So, uh, so we are spiritual Israel. We are the spiritual Israel because we are born of Sarah. Uh, Sarah. Galatians 5.1 says, It was for this freedom that Christ set us free. Therefore, keep standing firm. For this freedom, God has, God has called you. For this freedom alone. What is, the, what is the freedom? The freedom that you are not being lured, influenced. Nothing, nothing of that sort will come to you. This is, this is the freedom that God gives you. Now, the unknown author of Hebrews writes, writes, writes to us, Hebrews 12, 18. You have not come to a physical mountain, to a place of flaming fire, darkness, gloom, and whirl, whirl, whirlwind as the Israelites did at Mount Sinai. What was in Mount Sinai? Mount Sinai, God came and delivered law. Now there, uh, there the, uh, what they saw was a physical mountain to a place of flaming fire, darkness, gloom, whirl, whirlwind, whirlwind, and uh, Israel, uh, the, this was what they saw. Now, the 19th verse says, For they heard an awesome trumpet blast, and the voice was so terrible that they begged God to stop speaking. So this was, this was, the, this was, the, uh, this was the experience of law. Law shows 
two things law shows the number one thing is that the uh, god's nature god's nature god shows the second thing god shows is you are a sinner these two things there are two effects one is god's nature second is you are a sinner now you are a sinner and it doesn't give a solution galatians chapter 3 uh, 3 says it is not able to give life if it was able to give life that was able to uh, 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 resurrect people but it was not able so it was not giving an answer that is where christ our uh, isaac needed to come say hallelujah what a what a what a what a wonderful understanding that uh, paul had we are just reading reading this and telling but paul wrote god gave the wisdom to paul now hebrews 12:22 says no you have come to mount zion to the city of the living god and heavenly jerusalem where have you come now those who are the children of uh, jerusalem if you have come to mount zion if you have experienced that say hallelujah hallelujah sound is not there <laughs> very sorry how much we should love god when he has come to this earth and given his life for us and if we are supposed to you know if you if if i say who can stand up and say hallelujah that should be the you know you should be able to stand for christ so it is not only showing but in all our deeds yeah so it says no you have come to the mount zion to the city of the living god and heavenly Jeris- jerusalem and to countless thousands of angels in a joyful gathering and the 20th, 23rd verse you have come to the assembly of god's firstborn children now let me see who will who will say hallelujah hallelujah hallelujah, hallelujah. hallelujah. we are the we are the assembly of god's first born children first born children you know when you when you read uh, hebrews chapter 11 the pathetic sin is that you see a lot of saints and finally it says that they could not have the experience of the promised son we are we are we are so lucky so uh, so we have we are the assembly of uh, of god's first first born whose names are written in heaven you should have the confirmation that your name is written in heaven children of faith are free from all penalties of moral moral law that means moral law will not stand you know we we read in colossians that 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 the there were written re, uh, testimonies against you that's all rubbed off that's all rubbed off by the blood of blood of christ children of faith are free of penalties of moral moral law children of faith are free from all ceremonial law children of faith are free from all rituals such as all rituals you know during that time there was a lot of rituals that was that was taking place you are 
free from all rituals. Children of faith are free from all self-righteous deeds. Children of faith are free from observing days, months, times and years. In Christ it is freedom. You are not bound by anything. If someone, someone, someone says that you have to move that house, you should stay there. Because if you are a child of, child of, child of God, if someone comes and says that, you know, I told you about an egg. Someone came and kept an egg in front of the, in front of the uh, gate. The, ne- the morning he sent, he saw some leaves and then an egg. He just brought it and put it into the, into the, tra- uh, this one, you know, in, in, into the, what do you, what do you, what do you say for, and he cooked it. And eight, nothing will happen. So that is the freedom that God gives you. That is the freedom that God gives you. So if someone, someone, someone says that I see people walking, walk, walking inside. You know, when when uh, when when I was in my house, they used to come and say, after two o'clock, it is you. You come here, you will see uh, cows with bells going, 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 going around. After two o'clock. They were afraid of me. You understand? <laughs> Not about them. So just imagine. So just, 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 just imagine. You are the children of faith. You are free from all this. And for this reason, uh, for this reason, God has brought you. Let us, let us sing this song. If you are the... Please, please, please stand up. Please stand up. If you are free from the curse of law in the next in the next study we will have a deep deeper deeper study so here let us let us pray let us let us sing this song if you are free from from all these kind of things all these kind of things please sing the song yes go ahead amazing how sweet the sound that sail around like me. I was love, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Was great. That my heart to fear and break my fear, really our pressure, our precious deep and great they My chains are gone, I've been set free, my God, my Savior has ransomed me.
my chains are gone, my chains are gone, I've been set free, my God, my Savior, has ransomed me, and like a flow, His mercy Freedom in Christ is the birthright of spiritual Israel. What a wonderful message we have heard this afternoon. The assurance I want to tell you now is that when you have God, you have everything. And when you have God, you have that freedom. Let us pray. Almighty God, everlasting Father, we thank you that you count us worthy to be at your presence. You count us worthy to serve you. You count us worthy to worship you. We glorify your holy name. Thank you, Father, because you have set us free. You have given us your son. And when we believe in him, and we are free, and we are free indeed. Father, we lift your name up, we glorify you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, because we are product of faith and not of flesh. Father, we thank you. We glorify your holy name for today's message. We thank you for the brother that you have used for us. We want to pray that you grant him more anointing in the mighty name of Jesus. That you continue to shower your blessing upon him. You shower your wisdom upon him. You shower everything that will make him to serve you more upon him so that we can hear more from him. Father, let your blessing continue to radiate over him and his family in the mighty name of Jesus. The depth of knowledge that you have granted him shall never dry up in the mighty name of Jesus. That source of wisdom, that source of your word, Lord, in him shall never dry up in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we have heard this message today. Let it be fruitful in our life in the mighty name of Jesus. As many that might be going through challenges, that God will set you free in the mighty name of Jesus. The freedom of God will continue to radiate and be upon your family in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. Father, as we depart this place, go home with us in Jesus' name. Let your blessing, let your freedom continue to be in our life in the mighty name of Jesus. When we come here next Friday to celebrate the Easter, we want to testify to your glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. We lift your name up. We glorify you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let us share the grace together in fellowship. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. Do have a wonderful week.